Amen. Let's get our Bibles out this time and turn to the book of Philippians chapter number 4. Philippians chapter number 4. And uh, hope to be a help to you here this evening. I forgot to mention, um, we'll do offering a little bit different. If you have an offering give, we'll collect it on the way out uh, of the church this evening. Of course, if you're on live stream, uh, don't forget that there's still a way to give your tithes and offerings uh, through the website. And so take advantage of that. Let's not uh, slacken our giving to the Lord just because uh, we're sick or uh, whatever the other reason that may be going on. Uh, let's make sure we're faithful to give to the Lord. Philippians chapter number four, and I'm just going to start off with one verse uh, for our text here this evening. Um, verse number 13, uh, a verse we're all familiar with, a verse that perhaps all of us learned at a very early age, if you've grown up in church at all. Philippians chapter number four, and the Bible says in verse number 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Uh, one of the most well-known verses in the Bible, uh, one, one that I learned at an early age, uh, one that a lot of people go to in times of need, in times of uh, heartache, in times of uncertainty. And uh, I was thinking about what uh, to preach on this evening. I was asking the Lord to, to show me, and um, I was thinking about what is going on with our country I was thinking about what, uh, what's going on all around us, uh, and um, I believe God would have me to preach out of this verse here this evening, and so I'd like to preach this thought here this evening, confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. Confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. Let's pray and ask the Lord to bless. Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for the opportunity to come to church. Lord, I pray that you'll speak to our hearts here this evening. Uh, Lord, our church family is, uh, is facing some things, Lord, and I pray you just uh, give our church family healing, and Lord, I pray that you touch each and every body of every member that's uh, sick and under the weather, and I pray that you just uh, heal us and, and get us back to full strength. Lord, I pray that you'll be with our country. Our country is hurting, Lord. Our country has turned from you. Our country has uh, gone down a slope that, uh, honestly, perhaps many of us never dreamed would happen, but Lord... Uh, we do believe there's hope, and we do believe that there's an answer found in your word. Lord, I pray you just speak to each and every heart here this evening. Uh, give us an answer from heaven. Give us, uh, uh, give us something that we need, Lord, to help us no matter what we're going through. I pray you'll give me your powers, I preach. In Jesus' name, amen. Confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. As one reads the words of Paul in the book of Philippians, one can't help but notice that not only is he reading the words of a man locked up in chains, but also of a man lacking not in confidence. It is clear that Paul, while he's locked up in the dark, damp, and depressing dungeon in Rome, pens these words to the church at Philippi while under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Paul, under arrest and awaiting sentencing regarding his life, knows not whether he will live or whether he will die. Yet in the midst of complete and utter uncertainty, Paul pens the words found in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. I can do all things. Though Paul was physically held in bondage, uh, he had the mindset of a free man. We notice here this verse here that's given in the scriptures, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Man goes to that verse when he is in a time of confusion and when he is in a time of uncertainty. I don't know about you, I've gone to that verse when uh, I've had to accomplish or take on things or try to accomplish things that 
I myself was uh, insecure about, I myself was uncertain about. And man has gone to this verse over and over again in times of utter uncertainty. Now, some might read this verse and, and make the statement, man, uh, well, that's a cocky statement to say by Paul. I can do all things. Uh, people would look at that and say, that's a rather cocky statement to make. But no, friend, that is not a cocky statement. That is a confident statement. You see, confidence is that of trusting or reliance in another, an assurance of mind in the abilities of another. You see, Paul, when he was penning the words that Philippians 4.13, I can do all things, he was not saying that he can do anything and everything that comes his way. No, that would be cockiness. Paul was not going around saying, hey, I can do anything. There ain't nothing too big for me. There's nothing too hard for me. There's nothing that I can't handle. No, let's read the whole verse when he says, I can do all things through Christ. You see, Paul is saying that he through Christ can do anything and everything that God has given him to do without thought or fear of failure. You see, now that is confidence. That is not cockiness. That is not uh, someone that is full of himself. That is someone who is confident in God and his word. Confidence such as Paul possessed reminds each and every child of God and Christian that no matter what God sends his way or gives him to do, it can be handled and it can be completed because God is with him. You see, if a Christian's confidence gathers at where God resides, his confidence is firm and forever. But if a Christian's confidence gathers at any point other than where God resides, his confidence is fleeting and failing. You see, we've got to realize where our confidence is found in Paul sitting in prison, Paul facing uh, times of great uncertainty. I mean, let's be honest here. We know the end of the story to Paul's life. We know he's not going to make it out of that prison. Paul does not know. He might maybe be able to assume. He might be able to uh, guess. He might be even sure that he is not going to make it. But Paul does not know the end. And therefore, his circumstance is uncertain. His, uh, his uh, situation is unknown. Yet Paul, in the midst of a, a terrible uh, and troubling situation, Paul, we find, was confident. Now, I don't know about you, but if you've been paying attention to what's going on in our country, uh, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty going on right now. We're still waiting to hear who's going to be the president. We're still waiting to hear what the outcome's going to be. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in this day and age that we live. But let me remind you here today, we don't have to lack confidence. We don't have to uh, be uh, uh, wondering what's going to happen. We don't have to be scared and fearful about the future. Because like Paul, we can have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. I can almost picture Paul singing the song, uh, The Solid Rock, during this time while he's in the prison. And as the words go, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ's solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. And friend, picture Paul as he's in that prison. 
Picture Paul, he doesn't know if he's going to live to the next day. He doesn't know if he's going to get another meal. He doesn't know if he's going to see a ray of sunshine again. He has no clue what's going to happen. Oh, but friend, we don't find Paul depressed. We don't find Paul with his head hung low. We don't find Paul uh, singing gloomy uh, songs. We see Paul here with all confidence, with all assurance that God is going to help him. And hey, that's what we need here tonight. We need Christians to not hang their heads low because they're scared about what might happen with the country. We don't need Christians that are depressed because maybe, just maybe, things aren't going to go the way that we think they should go. Oh no, we can have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances because if Paul could have it, we can too. And so in this changing and compromising and carnal world, there's not much that we can be confident in. I mean, people will falter and fail us. Places will falter and fail us. Uh, Let me say this, politicians and political parties will falter and fail us. Oh, but friend, uh, there is a person that will never falter and fail, and his name is God. There is a place that will never falter and fail, and that place is the Bible. You see, we've got to get our confidence back to where it needs to be. And far too long, I believe, we've, as Christians, we've put our confidence in people, and we've put our confidence in places, and we put our confidence in politicians and political parties, and that's not what gave Paul confidence. Paul found his confidence in two places, God and in God's word. And I want to bring a message here, confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. There's four things I find in the passage of this chapter that gave Paul confidence in the center of his circumstances that will also give you and I confidence in the center of our cloudy circumstances. And I want to, I want to be just a simple help here this evening because I get it. Uh, people, they're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. They're not sure what's going to happen in a month from now. They're not sure what's going to happen in a year from now. But I do know this, God knows what's going to happen. And we ought to get our confidence from the right sources. And I'm going to list this four, conf- four places that gave Paul confidence that will give us confidence as well. Number one, a, a place that gave Paul confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances was the presence of God. The presence of God. Notice in Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 5. Notice what Paul pens as he's writing to the Philippian church. He says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Oh friend, notice what Paul pens there. The Lord is at hand. The dungeon in Rome may have taken Paul's freedoms away, but it could not take Paul's friend away. And you see Paul here, he's sitting in the dungeon, probably alone, other than maybe with the rats that he's with, uh, he's, he's sitting in the dungeon and he's all by himself and he's facing uh, uncertain times. But they may have been able to take his freedom, but they couldn't take his friend. Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, he pens to the Philippian church. He says, and hey, I'm assuming maybe they're thinking they're going to get a depressing letter. Oh, the Apostle Paul wrote us a letter. wonder what he's going to say. I wonder how he's doing. I wonder if uh, he's depressed. I wonder if it, maybe we should send him a care package. Maybe we should try to encourage him. And oh, can you picture as they open the letter and they find something very confusing to them that, hey, Paul, ain't con- Paul isn't depressed. Paul is in uh, lacking confidence. In fact, Paul says, hey, uh, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. What gave Paul 
that confidence? Well, first of all, the presence of God. And friend, let me remind you here today, that verse still rings true today. The Lord is at hand. I don't care where you go in this world. I don't care what you may do in this world. I don't, know, I don't care uh, how far from society you may get. The Lord is at hand. And because the Lord is at hand at all times, the closer you live to God in the good times, the nearer you will sense him in the bad times. You want to know why Christians sometimes get depressed when they shouldn't? Perhaps because we're not close to the Lord like we should. The Lord is still there. The Bible says the Lord is at hand. That means that the Lord is right there, but sometimes we can't sense his presence in the bad times, perhaps because we've not been living close to him in the good times. You see, the nearer you, you, you are near him in the good times, the more you will sense him in the bad times. And friend, if a Christian is to know God's presence, he must live in God's presence. Oh, we've got to live in God's presence. How do we do that? We live in the word of God. We live spending time with God. The, 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 the Bible says that early will I seek thee. Hey, friend, when's the last time you met with God? When's the last time you spent time with God? You see, Paul found confidence in the presence of God. No matter what I do, God is there. No matter where I go, God is there. And friend, are you lacking confidence right now? Are you looking at things all around you and maybe you're discouraged and maybe you're kind of depressed and uh, maybe you're despondent here today, but hey, can I encourage you here today? You can find confidence, though you may not know what's going to happen tomorrow, though you may not know what's going to happen next week, though you may not know what's going to happen next year, you can have confidence knowing that the Lord is at hand, the presence of the Lord. Hey, we've got to get back to the Bible. Paul should have been depressed, but he was not. Why? Because he was in the presence of the Lord. And friend, you need confidence here today? You'll find it in the presence of the Lord. Number two, I hasten on. Another area Paul found confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances was in the peace of God. The peace of God. Notice in Philippians chapter 4, two verses down, verse number 7. Again, Paul is penning this to the Philippian church, and he says... And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Notice here, notice first of all, he said the Lord is at hand. He's saying the Lord's right with me. The Lord is near me. He, he didn't say that a, a, a psychiatrist was near him. He didn't say a, a good friend was near him. He said the Lord was at hand, the Lord Jesus Christ. But notice he goes on and says the peace of God which passeth all understanding, uh, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You know what else gave Paul great confidence during his time uh, in prison? In the center of cloudy circumstances was the peace of God. Uh, 1 Peter 5, 7, the Bible says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Matthew eleven twenty eight, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see, God who created us and God who saved us, he cares about us and he wants us to cast all and not some of our cares upon him. You know what our problem is today? Is we as Christians have no confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances because we haven't cast our cares on Christ. 
We go around and we hold on to our cares and we say, I don't know if I can trust God with this. I mean, after all, I mean, he only saved me. After all, he only uh, gave me a good life. And after all, he's only blessed me far greater than I deserve. And he's proven himself time and time again. But uh, I don't know if God can take care of this problem. And I don't know if I should let go of this care. Hey, what is it that is has cast you down? What is it that is your care that you're holding on? You say, I'm not going to let go of this. You see, we've got to cast our care upon him. He careth for us. And friend, we need to learn to cast our burdens upon God. For when we do that, we will soon learn that the peace of God uh, will give us rest from those burdens. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He said, come unto me, all ye that are laden and heavy laden, I will give you rest. And friend, well, what are we waiting for? Why do we hold on to our cares and we, we sit here and we think we can get encouragement from uh, the pollsters and we think we can get encouragement from uh, a politician. We think we can get encouragement from, uh, I don't know, even a, a preacher sometimes. Hey, the Bible says, cast your care upon him. Uh, we look too often to people and we look too often to places and we look too often to even uh, politicians. And friend, Paul said to the Philippian church, he said, hey, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. And he said, uh, shall keep your hearts and minds, not through me, not through some other man, but through Jesus Christ. And we've got to learn here today to cast that care on Christ. Hey, whatever's bothering you, whatever's got you frustrated tonight, whatever's got you depressed tonight, whatever's got you discouraged tonight, it's time we cast that on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time we start carrying that thing around and that burden around. And can you imagine if I walked around with a 20-pound dumbbell all the time and, you know, just kind of walked around with that thing and people were like, what are you doing? And, uh, you know, I'm just carrying this around. That'd get heavy after a while. And they'd say, why don't you put that down? I don't want to. I want to carry this weight around. And they'd say, you're crazy. Uh, what are you trying to work out? What are you trying to, to, to get some, some muscle mass? What are you doing? Uh, I'm just carrying it around. Well, then put it down. It's, it, it doesn't do anything. It's hurting you. It's hindering you. And, and that's what we do as Christians. We carry around with our cares. And Jesus has said, put it down. Jesus said, give it to me. Jesus said, uh, cast it at my feet. He said, come unto me. And we like to carry that care around. And we say, I ain't doing it. And God says, hey, give me your care. And we say, no, I got this, God. And the, and, and the preacher and the pastor preaches and, and says, cast that care at Jesus. And we say, I got this. I, 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 I can do it myself. I don't need to. And we'll never experience the peace of God until we cast that care at his feet. You see, Paul could have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances because he had learned to take that care uh, any care that he had, and he cast it at Jesus' feet. And he gave it to Jesus to handle. He put it upon God, and as a result, he had a peace that passeth all understanding. And he's writing to the Philippian church, and they're opening that letter. I wonder how he's doing. Oh, I wonder, I hope, he, I hope he's not depressed. I hope he's not discouraged. And they open, they find, man, this isn't a, uh, this isn't a scared man. This isn't a fearful man. This is a confident man. Why? He had experienced the peace of God. Number three, moving right along. Uh, another thing that gave Paul confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances was the power of God. The power of God. Look at our text verse, verse number 13. Paul, again, writing the, the, these words to the Philippian church, said, I can do all things through me, right? No. 
I can do all things through uh, the soldiers outside my cell. No. I can do all things through the, the guy who slipped me some bread through the prison bars. No. He said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Notice here, there is a confidence found not in the power of self, but in the power of a sovereign God. Hey, too often people are looking to themselves for that power, and we'll fail ourselves over and over again. But Paul found a power in a sovereign God that bars could not keep out, that soldiers could not prevent, that even the emperor of Rome could not prevent from getting to him, and that was the power of a sovereign God. And you see, uh, when a Christian knows and keeps at the forefront of his mind that God has all power and is not limited in his power, he will find that he has great confidence in spite of cloudy circumstances all around him. Hey, I, I don't know what's going on around me right now. I'm trying to make sense of it just like you, but truthfully, I don't have to make sense because there's some things that aren't for me to understand, uh, but God knows what's going on, and I don't have to walk around uh, in the molly grubs. I don't have to walk around depressed. I don't have to walk around discouraged, and neither do you. Why? Because we know that God's got all power, and we can find confidence that this world don't have, and we can find confidence that lost man does not have. How sad Christians walk around, and this world's looking for something, and uh, we think that we got something for them, but Christians walk around and they're depressed and they're discouraged and they, they, they've, they've got a frown on their face and they're just not happy. They're miserable by all means. And the world would look at that and say, why would I want what they have? They say they know the power of God. They say they know the peace of God. They say they know the presence of God, but they look just like me. Friend, realize here today, there's great confidence when you find that the power of God is there for you to have uh, no matter what you're going through. Think about this. The God who created everything out of nothing uh, has the power to help you face and follow through whatever is in front of you. You say, I, I, don't know what the, I don't know what you're facing. I know what our country's facing. I know what's going on in our, in our immediate, uh, in our immediate uh, present time right now, but I don't know what's going on with every individual person. But I do know this, no matter what it is, the power of God is there for you to face whatever you're facing. And if a God can make something out of nothing, if a God can make a universe that man has yet to explore even uh, a minute portion of it, uh, if God can create all of that with just a simple speaking of his word and a simple thought of his mind, do we not think that he has the power to help us in cloudy circumstances? Friend, Paul found great confidence in the power of God. And lastly, and I'll be done, I noticed a fourth thing that Paul found confidence in in the midst of cloudy circumstances, and that was, number four, the promise of God. Look at verse number 19 of chapter four here. As he's finishing up this uh, chapter in this letter here, he says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Here's that word again, by Christ Jesus. You notice a, a theme here. It's all through Christ. It's not through Paul. It's not through the prison guards. It's not through the, uh, the emperor of Rome. Uh, it's through Jesus Christ. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
And you see, Paul could testify here to the church at Philippi of God's great promise of sustaining provision because he himself had been witness of God's great promise of sustaining provision. They say, Paul, how you doing in prison? You got a nice three-course meal? Nope, I don't got that. Hey, Paul, you got you a nice bunk to sleep on there? Nope, I got a concrete slab. Hey, Paul, you got some friends to spend time with to keep the, uh, the depression away? No, I've got the rats uh, gnawing on my skin and gnawing on my toes. Uh, Paul, uh, how in the world are you staying confident? I believe you'd say because of the promise of God. God promised to meet all my need according to his riches and glory. And when the circumstances all around him were cloudy, when the day was dark and dreary, Paul had seen God supply his every need time and time again. And you know what? That gave Paul great confidence. That gave him great assurance that no matter what he's facing, he can have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. According to the National Bureau of Standards, a dense fog covering several city blocks 100 feet deep is composed of less than one glass of water. That is, if all that moisture from the fog were to somehow be able to be gathered together and put into a single drinking glass, it would not quite fill it completely full. This can be compared to the things that we worry about. If we could see the future and if we could see our problems in their true light, they wouldn't blind and bind us like they do. If we could see their true size in place, if all the things that we worry about were reduced to their true size, they would probably fit into a small water glass too. And friend, let me remind you here today, uh, that's how big our God is. Oh, I'm not trying to discount our problems here today. I'm not trying to discount the circumstance here today. But friend, let's think about it from God's perspective. Let's think about it from Paul's perspective. Let's think about it from the Bible's perspective. If we really knew uh, how really small our problems are, hey, we'd have a lot of confidence here today. And hey, uh, again, I'm not trying to discount it, but friend, realize here, God has his presence at hand. God has his peace at hand. God has his power at hand. God has a promise at hand. And friend, here today, you can have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. And that is why you and I must have faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I like how that old hymn goes, Trusting Jesus. I love that old song, simply trusting every day, trusting through a stormy way, even when my faith is small, trusting Jesus, that is all. Brightly doth his spirit shine into this poor heart of mine. While he leads, I cannot fall, trusting Jesus, that is all. Singing if my way is clear, praying if the path be drear. If in danger, to him call, Trusting Jesus, that is all. The chorus goes to say, trusting as the moments fly, trusting as the days go by, trusting him whate'er befall, trusting Jesus, that is all. And friend, I don't know about you. Uh, yes, it's a dark day we live in. I don't know what the circumstance is going to end up being. I don't know what uh, the outcome is going to end up being. And truth be told, in one year, in two years, in three years, in 10 years, in 20 years, you and I have no clue what's going to happen. It's cloudy. But we can have confidence in the center of cloudy circumstances. Heavenly Father.